Hello and welcome to You Set the Tone, the podcast that takes an X-ray to the medical drama show ER. We examine the show with surgical precision and celebrate the high pressure and beating hearts of the show. My name is Ed. I'm Sean. And I'm Sharon. Hooray. I'm never going to get that right, am I? <laughs> I, I? I keep trying to think of ways to say my name is Ed, which just sounds terrible. And I was like, my name is Ed. It's like, is it? Um, how are you all doing today? Are we good? Very good. Very good. How are you? Yeah. I'm fine. You all right, Sharon? I'm good, thank you. Good. I, I, I'm loving this episode for Carter, I have to say. I yeah. just love him in this episode. So it I'm is. in a really great place. Obviously. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah, so season three, episode 19. We're getting close to the end of season three, guys. No. Um, calling Dr. Hathaway. It's, they kind of buried the lead a little bit there. <laughs> the <title laughs> yeah, song. a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, I would have preferred if they called it paging because nobody calls that. I don't know. Don't you page, yeah, page, yeah. Dr. So and so? I mean, I don't know. I'm just being silly, but that's just what I wanted to call it. Yeah, I think it's it's a reference to Weaver constantly calling oh, Carol. God, yeah. And it's like, come and palpate, come and appreciate this pneumocyst, was it? Pseudocyst. Pseudocyst, yeah. Oh, my Pseudocyst. I'll just poke it harder, harder, yeah. Weaver will say. God, yeah. So, seeing as it's all about Carol, should we start yeah. with Carol? Okay. Yes, well, we'll start, yeah, she's coming down the L steps, isn't she? Yeah. Bumps into everybody's favourite dog. Oh, who I think might be stalking her a little bit. Look, if, if George Clooney chose to stalk me, oh, this is being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's admissible in court, this now. So Yeah, that's it. Oh, no. We'll just do an Edson and edit it after the fact anyway. That's getting ahead of ourselves. No. So, yeah, it turns out today is the day that she's received the AMCAT results. He says good morning and she, you know, says, oh, oh we can't be or one of those lines um she hasn't opened the envelope yet no no i did this with my media studies a level i just really? did not want to open it really? i don't know why every all the others i was fine with, but something about my media studies i was like i'm not opening it i'm not opening it and it took me half a day to actually open it wow. and and for months later i would uh, months years later i would have dreams where i still hadn't opened it and people were like it's been years, open it. Like yeah. I don't know why it played. And I passed and it was fine, but I don't know what had happened there. For some reason, I could not open it. But so I'm, I'm with her, I get it. Yeah, I, I can feel it, yeah. So uh, she doesn't open the envelope. She's convinced she's failed. Um, so Doug is teasing her and takes the envelope off her threatens to open it up. And he's that, doing that annoying thing where people dance around it and don't let you get it back. And it's just, yeah. that always annoys me though. <laughs> most but um it's like we, yeah but it's but it's dog so it's, it's fine dog. if he took my <laughs> envelope i'd be quite happy to fight him is that are you from, is it no okay um he could take my envelope any day of the week <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so they get into the er and weaver is very chuffed i don't know why she gets to know but we do know but she gets um, to know everything. She knows yeah, yeah. everything. She's on like every committee and every um, news, like writing yeah. staff and every anything. You do wonder, does she sleep? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I've or, never seen her sleep. Is she like those, the, the Twilight vampires? They just, they just don't sleep. They just stand and sparkle all day. Yeah. Is that what, oh God, I so, I so just don't need to watch that. You, you, even though, you don't, you don't. Even though Michael Sheen is in later films i believe he that is and Michael Sheen is, oh, me sorry yeah, yeah. just because he seems like an 
actor actor but that's very rude of me sorry <gasps> so <laughs> rude but like that's it like but was that kind of and I'm going to expose my own ignorance here so this is what maybe 2010 I think he was in New Moon um was this kind of before he was the Michael Sheen of today or was no, he always he he'd already started to kind of be the other Mike like like that's why I remember being quite shocked because he'd already yeah. been that kind of Michael, the other Michael Sheen. Well, he, he's done a lot of stuff, and he, you know, he's, he's had a varied career. You know, he's he's, he's known for playing these, of playing repeat real people in biopics. You know, the Frost yeah. Nixon, the Damon Tony United, Blair. Tony Tony Blair a lot. Oh, of course, sorry, Kenneth just... Williams. Yeah, we thinking of Martin Sheen for a sec, but um, but he was just, <laughs> but he's also been in um, the Welsh language opera Pobl Coom. And he's done loads of celebrity uh, quiz shows because he just can do what he wants and he's really happy with that. He's a really down to earth, lovely bloke from yeah. like, and he's, he's done loads in his hometown of Port Talbot. Anyway, he's not in ER. That bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, I just saw him a few, like a month or so ago. He was what? on stage in, in London. In How Ash, is he? No, is he well? He looked well. He did Good. very well. He's he's of just course. brilliant. You know, yeah. I mean, the play was basically him and other people around him, but mostly him. And yeah, he he you're just, he's one of those that you want to see on stage because he's just a masterclass, you know. Let me know when he's at the NT again. I'll come stalk him. Yeah, uh, sorry. We'll watch it. <laughs> anyway. Going back to so Weaver, Weaver is there, gloating like a cat. Yes, got the cream. <laughs> yeah. So Kerry knows what Carol got and got a mark in the eighty-five, eighty-fifth percentile. Yeah, which just doesn't means eighty-five percent. Uh, doesn't she call her like Doctor Einstein? Yeah, Doctor Einstein. Like that. Like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that must be a, a cracking result for Carol. Yeah. So for Weaver, sorry, to be all that excited. Grill. Yeah, that excited. Yeah. Well, we knew Carol kick ass, right, didn't we? Oh, we yeah, did. Gosh, yeah. yeah she's so smart. She's so, yeah. she's her biggest critic, which I think we all are our own kind of biggest critics. But, you know, she's just, she's so smart and she really doesn't believe in herself when she's so capable and so brilliant. Mm. Yeah. Um, Do you know what I was actually surprised was, Oh, sorry. Okay, hang on. Though my train, my my train of thought went right to the end of the episode. There, sorry. Let's <laughs> <laughs> try to finish this completely. Delete all of everyone. Thing. All right. Thanks very much. Sorry. That's the nope. shortest episode ever. Brilliant. Oh my goodness. <laughs> sorry. Brilliant. I don't know what happened to my head there. Sorry, guys. Uh, it, I was going to talk we'll about something. We'll loop back to that. We'll loop back to that. Remember we'll loop that. back to your yeah. weird. Cross your fingers, then you'll remember what we were going to talk about. Yeah. Or elastic. Um, put an elastic here. Yes. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> on your wrist. Um. So, um, know, yeah, Carol's feeling quite pleased, you know, quite chuffed with herself. But then, you know, in the next minute, she gets, um, she finds out she's going to do a puke clean up. Yes. I don't know what, what code that is. Code, code yellow? rainbow. Orange. Well, code oh. yellow. Orange? Um, code that kind of weird green that was on everybody's <laughs> couches in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> code, code Kermit. <laughs> That's oh. brilliant. <laughs> Code Edson, because he makes me want to puke. Oh, um, yeah, so she's, you know, people keep saying to her all through this episode, um, oh, you don't have to do this when you're a nurse anymore. And, and it's it's, the, it's a double-edged sword of you not to do this scut work, but at the same time, you're not going to be able to spend time with patients and yeah. build these um, empathetic relationships. It's Well, there's that funny bit as well where Jerry's like, oh, can you just, you know, look after the phones? I'm I'm on break. And she's like, that's not my job. And then she kind of, the phone rings and she looks at Doug and Doug says, you know, doctors don't do phones and walks off. And I just thought, oh gosh, there you go. 
he's starting. Um, I've, I've never liked that kind of, uh, I'm too good to do this menial thing. Yeah, really me busy. too, me too. But um, it's Doug, so we allow it, because he's only joking. Yeah. That is also true. So um, as part of this, as part of her storyline, um, a peed trauma comes in, which is this oh, yeah. poor little lad. Um, little Joel. Joel Robinson, thank you. Um, completely blank there on the poor lad, who's got what's called a hyperplastic left heart. So me being research boy, um, research man, um, basically a hyperplastic left heart is where um, the left ventricle of the heart hasn't developed properly. So yeah, it's it's pretty. It's kind of within the, the umbrella of congenital heart disease. Right. Um, so and also the mitral valve between the uh, ventricle and atrium hasn't formed properly, so it doesn't get blood doesn't get passed through the heart, and it's you, you know lifespan in their thirties, that kind of thing. It's just Gosh. so many yeah, so many complications. So okay. that's why the mum is so aware, of, and that's why he's got a shunt to to move blood through and things like that. Yeah, because for a moment, the way kind of Carolyn, the, uh, the mum, Andrea, were talking, I was like, does she know Andrea? Andrea knows yeah, Is she a so. nurse? But it, it isn't, I think you're right. I think it's yeah. just that she is, because I'd, I'd gone back and just was like, have I missed a scene or missed a moment? No, but no. it really is just that, like, as you say, because she's her son's got this condition, she's that yeah. clued up on it and had to be that clued up on it. Yeah, she's had to treat treat and take care of him at home yeah. so she knows about him throwing clots that can block the, the shunt and things like that so it's a rare thing we've talked about this a couple of weeks ago um, in the episode tribes that the mum gets to stay in their uh, trauma room uh, against Doug's best wishes yeah. um, and Carol kind of back, fights the consciousness no, she wants to stay she wants to know what's going to happen and there's this compromise and that when things start getting a bit Hairy for the poor lad. Exactly. Um, She helps take Mrs. Robinson out of the trauma. And and we definitely see why that that is in because you know she is asking constantly asking questions to Doug and Doug's like I, I haven't got time to explain everything that I'm trying to do he yeah. has to just do doesn't he and I think that's yeah. we get to see that so we see why he's not being unreasonable and um but he kind of lets it go because Carol has asked him and Carol's his love. And mm-hmm. um, but as you say, you know, she does then when things start getting a bit tough, she does take Andrea out and um and she kind of promises her, you know, I'll, I'll bring you back if anything happens, because Andrea's very like, I don't want him to die alone, which you know you completely understand. And yeah. mm-hmm. um, but this is you know, this is the, that side of nursing that A, Carol is so the best at, and B. Yeah what she loves to do which is that caring that she gets to be this kind of caretaker for Andrea and just try to see to her and try and help her through which is really gorgeous it is definitely gorgeous you're right it's like it's one of those things where Doug is totally under yeah like he's not wrong he might be I think in this episode a bit more vocal about having her out of the room than maybe he would be in a normal situation yeah uh, because boss I think because she knows so uh, you know if you were somebody who didn't know as much about a condition you know you might not ask so many questions or you might just be a bit but because I think she knows and the way she's asking questions that her understanding means that she's confident about the kind of questions she's asking I think that definitely helps to kind of make it harder for him to have her in there yeah yes um this feels like he might you know she's asking the right questions but he's got to explain all the time yeah um but I, th- I think Andrea really knows that this could be it and yeah maybe there's a certain amount of um 
not wanting it, you know, of, of denial. That's the that's the word I'm trying to think of. Um, but yeah, it, you're right. Carol is so gorgeous with Andrea, but keeps getting pulled away by <sighs> Weaver. Weaver, by for weaves. God's sake! Oh, Weaves is like on the recruitment hunt. She's begging oh, her God, to, I you know. know, consider us. Don't think about the Ivies yet. And she's really on yeah. kind of a one woman mission. Yeah. To get Carol to sign up in blood there and then, yeah. and she keeps kind of calling her. And I think what's funny about this is we've seen med students and normally when they're in there that that's the kind of stuff they love they want to be called they want to see everything and we get this real pull of of kind of carol being like actually it doesn't interest me or she doesn't seem as interested or as up for all that she's kind of like okay yeah that's great i'll I'll get there and she feels she seems a bit overwhelmed with weaver constantly asking her questions because carol's kind of like looking around because she's thinking well i've got Joel in one corner I've got Andrea over there and that's more where her head is I just thought that was a really interesting thing that that she played it just showed that she just wasn't like other med students yeah I mean the little lad wakes up and so Weaver goes to 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 take Andrea back in and then Carol pulls away to to appreciate this pseudocystic uh appendix wasn't it was it appendix Uh, Um, pancreas thank you yeah and he was an organ with a peanut um, but yeah, and this poor woman who's been appreciated does not appreciate it. No. Um, yeah. And and then she kind of hears in the background, she sees Tuny, doesn't she? Kind yeah, of, yeah. and she realizes Joel's obviously decom- decompensated. So she runs in, and we and we see he's kind of at the end of his life. And then Doug, you know, calls his life to an end, which is just really sad. The thing though that I thought was really interesting is how quick kind of all the other nurses were like, all right, then you're off then you go, (laughs) you go learn. And just kind of, which is really sweet that they like obviously really back her, but also it's a bit like, okay, am I just completely cut off from everything all of a sudden, you know, Um, because she's like, oh, I want to stay here. And she's like, no, you carry on. I'll, I'll pick this up for you and I'll make this easier so that you can, which is so sweet, but yeah, I'd be a bit like, oh, like stop making it so easy I want to I want you I want to be needed and I want to be here and I don't know yeah it's it's that she's got the best or best or worst day to have that sharp relief between what she does as a nurse what she can do as a doctor um and she's great at the um pastoral side of things which doctors are often discouraged from getting too involved and they don't have time do they they don't don't have time exactly that's why because she gets to go and just she sits with Andrea for ages in the um when she's in the waiting room initially before Joel we, before Joel passes and she just sits and talks to her and comforts her and then and then later after Joel passes she's she's very insistent that she says goodbye and she does it properly and Carol goes and gets her that beautiful rocking chair yeah. and she gets them to kind of sit together and and then gives them that space you know Weaver wants to turf her out and yeah. Uh, bring in another patient and Carol's like this room's taken this woman needs to to really say goodbye um and then we have that gorgeous scene where Andrea kind of thanks her and then they both say the Lord's Prayer over yeah over little Joel's body which um (laughs) it was just very emotional I just thought it was that was hard I have to say that and and also I mean the things you latch on to these scenes if I presume Joel was uh, a doll in this scene because yeah, otherwise so. this kid gets an Oscar but, <laughs> but having said that still, yeah. I couldn't 
like I wouldn't have guessed on first but like I was kind of looking to see oh is this like a doll yeah oh, actually it's really really good doll if it is yeah uh, yeah or they killed a child probably I mean it's it's for art isn't it that's what you do you'd make the sacrifice that's it I mean literally kill your darlings you know? ah nicely said. done <laughs> we're very cultured um yeah. here oh, no, on the pod um but <laughs> I thought it was really lovely because all the way through Andrea's just by herself it's yeah. very clear she doesn't have somebody to call or so Carol's kind of there for her, and then she even says to like do you want me to do anything and the mom says no look my sister's yeah. coming so you know she's going to be left in in those in kind of good hands um but also kind of on the other side we've got her at one moment asking Doug about how much you know how much he borrowed what kind of debt he's in so he borrowed a hundred and ten thousand dollars and he's still paying it off over 15 years later which Which is like a mark in the you know in the no column kind of almost i mean 110,000 in 1997 is now it'd be the equivalent of four billion dollars do you know what i mean it's just crazy (laughs) and check our maths we're right yeah, I, I'm fairly sure my maths. I didn't need to Google that. I just worked that out of my head. Yeah, but, you know. we and we know what we're talking about. So yeah, believe we know us. Um, <laughs> yeah, come on, guys. It's just so you've got that kind of a one side, and then you've got we see moments with where Weaver's taken her along, and she does brilliantly, like when she yeah. intubates the patient. Which you know, so we can kind of get this glimpse as to what Carol would be like as a doctor, which I think she obviously would be brilliant, yeah, yeah. but would She's it fulfil her? She's got great clinical skills just from yeah. this quick intubation. How many, how many interns and residents have we ever come across will, or will we come across that struggle to intubate? Yeah. Um, I must say, I don't know if I've mentioned it before, but you know, we have, you know, put money in the jar every time somebody says it's a teaching hospital. Yeah. Did we have one for every time we hear visualize the cords? No, I but we should, we should start oh, that's one. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Let's start one. That We're is saving a really up for good Sean's thing. cabin fund, I think. I thank you. I thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. Or the, the Californian cult fund. One yeah, we're not sure yet. We'll figure it out later. Once we yeah, have we'll the, the money, we'll see what we've yeah, got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I yeah. have to be a big meanie for a second, right? Because this Go is going to sound, oh, Sean. So during this scene, which I agree with you very, I think Carol does really, really well in the scene. However, somebody who didn't do very, very good in this scene was the cameraman. Because three times I could clearly see the man's head was beside Carol's hands. No way. As he was doing this. Yep. So it was like, and it was like, this isn't even like in the edge of the shot. This is in the shot. Oh no. Oh wow. Yeah. It's just like, okie dokie, uh, which I thought was a little bit funny. Cause I was just like, <laughs> she's doing a great job. Now try it in his throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Really? That's... Well, there you go. There you go. I have a tendency when I'm watching these episodes, I, I try and watch them twice, like once without making notes and once with making notes. That's the ideal mm. but time and, and et cetera. But because I have my head down, I completely miss that. Same here. I'm always, I, I'm, I'm a ridiculous yeah. note taker yeah, for yeah. anything. I can't even sit and pretend to just watch it. I have always been a ridiculous yeah. note taker. Um, an over note taker as well. I'll make so oh, really? many and I'm like, come on, I'm getting better on this. But Good. yes, yeah, I'm a, such yeah. an over note taker. So um, I completely missed that. But well, spotted. that's interesting. I'll have well, to go back sure. and have a look. I thank you very much. I thank you. Yes. Uh, I just thought it was, it was just, yeah, it was just, it was, um, it was funny. It was the kind of thing that would just be obviously snipped out by, you know, uh, the. it should have been snipped out by the angles. And it was just like, 
oh, because I was wanting to cheer for her. And I was just like, yeah. oh, but she's nowhere near him. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't really intubate people. Come on. Yeah, Kerry's, well, yeah. Kerry's being very chill about this. Like, the man <laughs> is going to die. Yeah. <laughs> she did visualise the chords, though, so that's fine. Well, that's that, okay. Exactly. As long that's as she visualised the chords. That's all she was asked to do. So she did that. Come on. Um, <laughs> and then we have this moment as well where all the nurses are talking about going out for drinks yeah. and, and whatever off their night out and they completely exclude carol and i thought i felt like that was very cold she's not a doctor I yet she's so. not a med student yet yeah yeah she's still working as a nurse and i just thought that was a bit whew. they're very quick to to um i'm about to say castigator i can't Cut be worse today <laughs> um ostracize i was about to say yeah oh, control, great work a, a niche a niche great work worth the wait Ostr- thank, thanks bob yeah to ostracize her um, <laughs> is that when like, they get the ostrich and they make them, yeah, them eat they, her? Is that no? They, they they pull on the back of an ostrich and then it runs away oh. really fast to Coventry. Oh, okay. the ostrich goes to Coventry. <laughs> um, yeah, so they did. They, I'm very silly, and it's clearly in a very silly mood tonight. Um, they they did it on choose management in inverted commas. They were quick yeah. to kind of like you ain't one of us anymore, and they do it the same with. All she's got is some MCAT results and she's had to go intubating somebody and poke to pull one in the belly. And they're like, we're off. That's it. Right, that's it. You're a doctor. Yeah. (laughs) You're out. All right, then. Nice, guys. Nice friends. Thanks for They're a bit cold, aren't they? uh, As a group. Um, Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Um, There was a really brilliant exchange between Weaver and Carol, though, where Weaver, when they're having the standoff over the room and Weaver kind of says, you know, you have to stop thinking like a nurse. And Carol says, but... I'm not a med student yet. And it's like, yeah. exactly, Carrie Weaver, sorry. You're so over the top excited. You're actually kind of putting her off a little bit because yeah. she wants to do her job. Exactly. Yeah, like, by all means, have a chat. Like, you know, show your excitement, have a chat. Like, congratulate her, but yeah. She says it herself, you're really putting me on the spot, Carrie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, like when she's like, okay, you basically run this trauma. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to leave. You basically want to bring this guy back to life. I'm off (laughs) to have a drink with the nurses because they like me, says Weaver. It's it's really strange. It's like it's it's too much. And I think also it it comes from a lovely place, but also a very competitive place because Weaver obviously wants to kind of grab her before she gets taken by somebody. Exactly else but it's like if you really want to do that sit and talk to her and say you know what we could do for you carol is we could maybe start you could you know spend an hour doing some stuff with us or watching us or so it doesn't interfere with her nursing work because the other thing with nursing is she shouldn't be having her head in two places and she shouldn't be asked to have her head in two places so um you know especially in her position as as nurse manager yeah and as one as the the senior nurse she can't be pulled in that many directions. And she's just, you know, there's a moment as well with Doug where she's talking about her job and she's like, I'm good at my job. Yeah. So kind of why am I wanting something more? Yeah. Um, which kind of shows where her mind is going and how she's been weighing everything up. And I wonder a little bit as well is when she was, thinking she'd failed the MCATs for the however much time it passed between her taking it and getting the results if there was a part of that notice some relief of like okay maybe this isn't for me or yeah 
That's you know, or like, yeah. oh, actually, I, I quite like being in it. Like sometimes when you get forced with a choice, you go, oh, actually, I'm really happy where I am rather than now that this has come in, I didn't think I would. I, I just wondered if that had played a part. Um, yes. And then finally, she does, re- she does meet the nurses at the night out where they are playing pool and they all kind of are like oh you're here blah blah you know yeah. being all nice and then she's going to buy them drinks which I think she should say no I'm not buying drinks yeah, absolutely. you've ignored me the whole you know shift you buy me drinks exactly that's my problem she's had to buy her way back into the, the uh in the circle isn't she yeah and I, I thought that was a bit mean but then um you know she, they're all like I thought you were going to be a doctor and she said well why adds 10 pounds I'm going to stick to pink and yeah. that is her very classy way of telling us she's staying a nurse yeah yes and I like that and I really like this storyline for that because yeah. and we know that this was something that Juliana Margulies herself had kind of Ah, okay. had asked she for. for this yeah yeah and I like it because it really gives dignity to nurses and there's no yeah. sense of oh nursing some second tier thing and clever people become doctors nurses are just everything else she's yeah. like no no very capable people choose to be nurses and choose yeah. to be mm. um you know very smart people and it's not we need to stop looking down on these professions and I agree with yeah. her like I'm so glad she did that because I think Carol as a nurse is the best she just I think she'd be a bit like Carter is in surgery, you know, where he so desperately wants to be caring for patients and having that relationship, but he's not get, doesn't get to do that as much when you're a surgical person. I think Mm. it's the same for her that she would have the whole time be kind of gazing over at the nurses and being like, Oh, but I want to go and sit with that patient or is what I think. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. That's um, detachment i think is that the right word i'm looking for yeah. here you know yeah, i don't I think... think she has a, and which is one of her strengths as opposed to it's not a weakness yeah I, I, absolutely and that's what i love about her as well she's so strong she's so smart she's so capable and she yeah if i was a nurse i think she'd probably be my patron saint of nurses because she's just oh, good one she's just so season. good yeah yeah mm. saint carol of the season um, of county all right, yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> and a CC. She's very busy. Yeah. Um, yeah oh, God, so I was that... about to say she gets around. That sounds very judgy. No, very. Wow. What did we, we say not... to you, Sean? We're sex positive on this show. We do not exactly. sex change. Exactly. That's why I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's, that's Carol. Um, where do you want to go first? I, oh, next, I was going to go to Bent because I thought Benton oh, okay. had a really. Yeah. I felt like. What Benton does in this episode kind of builds a little bit on what Green had started doing last episode, which is this idea of fatherhood and career and mm. choosing and sacrifice and trying to have a life yeah. outside of it. And because we see, I felt like we saw a very different side of uh, Benton today. Um, Big time. You know, he, this is somebody who's Mr. My only focus is the hospital. I live, breathe, all of that, the hospital. And yeah. And he gets a complication because, you know, Carla needs him. And that's, yes. and we get to see this tender Benton as well, where he's caring for, for Carla and he's teaching her how to, you know, take her, her, her blood sugar and test all that. And it's just really sweet. I just really like this side of Benton. Yeah. I, what, what did you think? And although there's an awful lot of understanding here, 
I kind of thought Carla was being a bit of a pain in the hole to him this week, but I'm being yeah. also being very understanding because, you know, she is heavily pregnant, God love her, you know, she has every right to not be in the best form all the time. But yeah, it's like, come on, he's, 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 he's trying. He's trying as our Benton. Yeah, and also like have some kind of understanding for his job. Like in a perfect world, we'd all love to be able to just stop and be able to look after the people we love and still, and then not affect our career and all that. But unfortunately, he does have a job to do and he can't just stay home. And as much as, and I think, you know, she is scared and stuff in this episode and we know that she doesn't like needles and this is all about needles, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I, I I felt the same as you. By the end, I was like a bit like Carla, you are being a bit unreasonable now. You, there has to be some way of you because you're not giving birth tomorrow. This is going to be a bit of you've still got time, so yeah. you've still got to figure out a way to work where he's not there because he can't always be there. So that was I felt the same way. Yeah, yeah, um, and also, who was this gentleman this week? In this episode, because it's obviously he's so or trying to be so lovely to Carla, but he's so nice to Carter. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it was just like, I really like the Benton we got this week of his multiple personalities. This is by far <laughs> one of them. Um, well, you say that, but at the end, he wasn't so nice. To okay, but, sorry, that's very true. That to, yeah. to be fair, that is true. But he does, he goes, earlier, says to Anspa, yeah. gives him full credit for uh, Carter's great save in that uh, trauma. Um, and he's just like, Yeah, yeah, you know, and then. Yeah, he literally, sorry, sorry, it's the same scene now to think of it, where he turns around and says, oh, really good catch, John. I was like, what? Where did yeah. you learn that phrase? Who is this man? <laughs> it's so true. And he's really like, you know, Anspot, come on. He really puts himself on the line. Have we ever seen Benton put, you know, stand up for one of his one of his people, ever yeah. stand up for Carter? And it's just like, Nuh-uh. he's not even, the dad hasn't, you know, the baby hasn't even come and, you know, this father figure is starting to emerge already and I quite I just love that dimension to him because yeah. he um yeah because he finally does go into work even though Carl is so unhappy and keeps calling him and he's you know working really hard trying to figure all that out and then he does something that I mean I almost died when she called and he said yeah I'll come home for an hour yeah. and you're like you're walking away from your patients for an hour and what I think this? I think Carter felt the same way because I think he was like you're you're leaving you're leaving it's it's the pod people taking over the, ho- the hotel the hospital i tell you it is you know it I mean? really has Strange to be behaviors yeah benton's time this week um and then we see him with carla and he's cooking for her i know and she needs food so he goes sh- he decides to have a personal day in the end because I know. she actually mm. needs a lot more help which is even yeah. more like i think i just don't know why they didn't just cancel surgery so everybody could just lie <laughs> on the floor and get over the shock <laughs> that's how i felt <laughs> this week Oh, um, brilliant. And and then he goes shopping, and I loved this scene. Because yeah. who oh, finds yeah. him shopping? Jackie. Of course, oh, Jackie. Love it. And she's so good. She's so teased. She's just like, she just says everything that we as an audience are thinking, I think. You know, yeah, she's yeah. like, what are you doing here? You've taken time off. Um, all that kind of stuff. And, but then she's kind of warning him as well. She's like, you know, this is a long-term big thing. You really, being pregnant is hard. Um, you're gonna, she's going to need you a lot. And she paints a very fun story about her and Walt, which she was pregnant and he turned Hello. over. 
she was watching Oprah and he turned over. So she chased him out of the house with a, <laughs> with a cleaver, which was the best mental image. I yeah, mean, yeah. It was just that one was, I needed. It was a croquet mallet. Oh, that like, was it, a croquet yeah, mallet. Yeah, yeah. so funny. The cleaver would be a bit more, you know. That would that sorry, I'm thinking of me if somebody turns over to me. That's what I do. All right, cool, cool, cool. My yeah. god. Big uh, fan of Oprah, aren't you? Massive fan you of just Oprah. Don't turn over yeah, when yeah. the Queen is on. Um I mean he should have known better, in fairness. Yeah. yeah. She should have cleavered. Next time she'll cleaver. Um and then she says, you know, I'm gonna take you to the baby aisle. And we were deprived of that scene because I would love to see his face when he found out kind of all about breastfeeding and nipple pads yeah, yeah. and all that horrible, scary, nasty stuff that comes with pregnancy, which is a very beautiful thing. And I commend anybody who can do it, yeah. but wow. Um yeah. And then you know, he 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 decides he's so yeah he cooks for her but he has to go home and Carla's not happy about that uh knock comes at the door there's Carter with all of you know Benton's paperwork for tomorrow because he's going to be back in and I just love these moments because Carter is so excited to just catch a little glimpse of something outside of Benton in the hospital he's so excited to be there Uh. and Benton just shuts the door on him (laughs) Which is so cold. I also love the way Carla opened the door. Like, who's that? She goes, what? Yeah. <laughs> could have been a mother. Could have been, you know, the Pope. Could have been, yeah. you know, the mayor of Chicago. What? Yeah. Oh, God. That's she how... not give him any time. She's not, she hasn't got, yeah. And I just, and he, but it doesn't face him. He's still so no. excited. Like a kid has got. He's like, hey, Carla. Oh, yeah. Shouted up by Carla. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. It, it, I just thought that was funny because it it showed you know Benton isn't gone completely. He's there is still he's still there, and there are still moments. But um, yeah. you know he's struggling. He's got this these decisions to make. He's got new focuses, and it's not all just about surgery. And how is he going to handle that? Which I thought, again, you know, a ninety show mainstream because the nineties were all about the new man and men looking after kids and doing more of that kind of stuff and it's interesting to see how that's reflected in these stories that they're showing actually they're not just showing him being Mr I'm surgery and I'm better than everyone and that's the only thing I'm going to do it's showing him actually having to think about it and be human and 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 what the effect of of being a parent is on a man which you know we don't always see or talk about which so I think this is great stuff yeah and i think yeah i like i like this i like this benton i like this side of benton so i guess we'll see what happens um Mm. with him i'm sorry just the image of him making that dinner for carla was so sweet and then he gets like a little bowl of garlic bread or just bread to mop it so so cute um i think he set the table and everything first and got like a napkin i like to think he would because i feel like in surgery, you have to be very detail-oriented and very careful. Ah, and nice. I feel like that would be just how he is. You don't sit down to dinner unless you've got the this, the this, you know, maybe. But Maybe yeah. so. So I think we should pivot to somebody's favourite. I think we should talk about Carter. Oh, your face! Yeah. Oh. I love Carter. This episode is just, yeah, yeah. oh, there are so many moments where I'm just like, he's just my favourite and I don't yeah. care. And I know everybody knows that, but I feel like you need to be reminded. Did we know that? I I I, I always thought you, you were an Edson fan. <laughs> oh. oh, clean out your mouth, Mister. Okay. We about to say clean out your locker. Like, oh, and wow. your locker, you're fired. <laughs> that'll do. That'll do, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, 
Yeah, so we sort of, like, they're in the cold open, so it's almost like a classic ER cold open that something gets woken up, but it's mainly because Doyle kind of climbs into bed on top of uh, poor old Carter. Because <laughs> they're sort of going done. down this weird track this episode a bit. Yeah, it's very a romantic comedy yes, trope. There's yeah. a lot of tropes that are from the romantic comedy, which they employ in this, this whole thing with them, which I think is a, a stroke of genius, considering where we end up. But, yeah, it's, it's yeah. fun. Yeah, so uh, Carter's overslept. Oh, Silly Carter. Carter. So we've kind oh, of still Carter. got, I know, we've still got this kind of foppish kind of immature. Yeah. Do you remember at the start, Carter was always yeah. kind of clumsy and falling over things. And He hasn't got his discipline still. He still yeah. isn't there with that. And he's... Yeah. He's overslept. He he's missing it rounds with Anspar, who's yeah, yeah. already mad at him. Yeah. Um. And then he turns up, and Anspar's just ready for him. He's got his grilling, you know, spit ready, and he's just his ready to roast on, yeah. him. Yeah. Um. You know, and he keeps questioning him and questioning him, and then in the end, um, Edson says, "You know, God, what did he have for breakfast?" And Carter responds, "Me." Yeah. And it's like it's true. Um. And then Edson was just. Uh, just Oh, I mean, my notes short. But Edson, ew. Oh, Honestly. he's just such a creep. Such a creep. He's just, he's, you know what he is? He's that, he's that guy at school that always wants to be better than everybody, yeah, yeah. but isn't better. So they do yeah. underhand things, but still think they're better than everybody. And they think Slide. they're allowed to do kind yeah. of underhand things because of who they are. And I just feel like he would be a brilliant prime minister for Great Britain. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice <all>, yeah. <laughs> um, you are on form and yeah so you know we see Carter doing just great stuff there's a moment well he gets we see him he's down in the in the doctor's lounge and he's practicing his kind of laparoscopic skills um by kind of lining dice up it looks like that's what yeah, he's yeah. doing mm. um and Doyle sees and is very excited and they have a moment where you know she's like can I try and she has a yeah. go and he's like holding her hands behind her very again like you would do in a romantic comedy yes. oh, I don't know how to golf or play pool and the man comes and puts his hands and tells you how to do it <laughs> um they get called into a trauma Doyle says can I follow can I watch which is yeah. you know it, it's really quite it's good to see them like this because they're not competitive at this. This is just, yeah, yeah, you come along. We're, we're not each other's competition anymore. You can just, we're friends, which is a good development, I think, for them. Um, and this is where he, like, kicks ass because he, it's a gunshot wound. Mr. Gunderson has come in with a gunshot wound. Mm. And nobody knows what to do. And Carter's like, I've got an idea. And he get, gets kind of the foley and some oh, saline yeah. and puts his pressure on and, and he saves you know Gunderson's life and Gunderson's now can go up and have surgery and everybody's like wow you know what medical journal did you get that from and he's like people magazine and I, I was like <laughs> should have said that <laughs> he's brilliant that yeah. he, he reads widely and yes. deeply is what it is with him he got into my people magazine what can I say <laughs> um damn it John you weren't supposed to tell people <laughs> yeah, exactly um and, it's, and that's the moment where, you know, he wants to go up to surgery and, and Anspar says no and Benton fights for him and Anspar still says no. So we get to see Edson go up, which, you know, oh, the snake, Ugh. the snake. What he even calls Anspar, you go, like Anspar says, oh, Edson can scrub and he goes, yes, sir. And I'm like, oh. oh. Just a oh. creep. Yeah. He's, yeah. 
yeah just com- nice. he's, he's the kid at school that everybody hates who like sucks all the out and all the teachers are like oh they're the best and all the kids are like no they're not they're the worst you just don't yeah. see it um Definitely. and then later you know carter's at uh well they're doing a doyle and him are doing a cast aren't they and a the lady uh which yeah. again is a really sweet moment they're just having a talk and and um and doyle's very much like oh surgery just people don't seem very nice you seem quite competitive and on top of each other and hideous and I thought well you're like that Doyle you've done that before with Carol so don't act like you're Mrs best friend to work with Mm. um and then later you know Carter's up up in the surgical ward checking upon Ben's patients and all that and Mr Gunderson is not well he's not doing Mm. well he gets called over he looks over the notes he realizes that History hasn't really been taken because the guy's obviously having an allergic reaction to the ANSEF that he was given. Mm-hmm. So when he checks the history there, you know, there's nothing there. And he's very, very commanding and says, I want to see oh, Edson yeah. now. Yes, yeah. you do. Yes, so you do. Sure just... thing. Hold my underwear while I go get Edson for you. Exactly. <laughs> Were you in the room, Sean? That I was, was verbatim what I said. I was, I was nearby. <laughs> I was passing nearby. I had to do a double take at that point. It's like, what the heck? It's okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, you had your stethoscope pressed up against the wall. That's, that's what it was. Um, and then Edson, you know, he has this moment with Edson where he confronts him and Edson starts to try and blame Carter. Well, you were supposed to do it. You, it was, Carter's like, no, you know that and Spa had said it was all on you don't try and like turn this on me and we yeah. see the connivingness of Edson and this is the moment that I got up and I slashed his throat <laughs> oh, okay uh, problem solved different episode carry on <laughs> this oh. is the moment I should have got up and slashed his throat but I didn't yeah because that's murder okay ah, when you're right. like, is it illegal. though uh, it's a cri- pas- crime of passion but also who's going to miss Edson it's one of yeah, those things nobody. where it's like you kill baby Hitler, you get rid of him, you know. I killed Edson before he did other Edson stuff. There's not a soul well, would ju- judge you. Thank you. I am a little bit. Judgy <gasps> McJudgerson. It's all right. He's on my next, he's next on my list. Um, yeah, totally, Edson, yeah. He deserves to die because he's a bit crap. Good. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, and then later, when Ansbar comes, we, we learn that Ed, Edson has falsified the chart. He's no. put under allergies, you know, non-told. And I thought, oh, God, not only is that this hideous for so many reasons, but if Gunderson survives and they say to him, you didn't tell yeah. about that, yeah. wouldn't he possibly be like, I did? Oh, well, nobody asked me, sorry, not that I did. Nobody yeah, yeah. asked me. I mean, he might not because of surgery and blurriness and drugs and all that. Maybe nobody would ask him, but I don't know. It just felt like there is a, a, a witness that he's still alive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Edson has got to be, even in a small way, he's got to be rooting for him to die. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't just... put it past him. Honestly. Uh, I love the way, uh, so after Carter kind of confesses to Maggie what's what's happened, he's discovered yeah. this. Um, Maggie is so cheeky in yeah. that trauma it's, and she handles it so well because she's still oh, giving yeah. Carter every opportunity to be the one to tell yeah, Anspa. Yeah. yeah she really yeah. is oh John was telling me about this thing Edson oh really Edson <laughs> oh, I thought there was more there isn't there something else you want to tell Anspa? Mm-hmm. 
Um, well, it's, yeah, just yeah. for that, they bump into each other by the river and exactly. uh, find out that Doyle's a smoker, little. and she really sort of grills him about it and says, oh, there's a club, and you know it's a, about a boys' club. It's, do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Not many female surgeons. There's Hicks, who's in charge. Yeah. And there's, I think there's one other female intern, I think. Female oh, there's Shirley surgeon. as well. Yeah, yeah. But mainly it's... It's not just a club, it's a boys' club. We even, we even call it like the Marines, do you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Which I thought was so like, wow, it's like the Marines, you like kind of in a war together type. But you know, you have to, because he's trying to explain to why it's not so easy for him to kind of call out Edson. And, and also, they're down by the river. So it's a bit of a meet cute. And again, it's another romantic comedy kind of, oh, mm. look at us, both stressed. Well, he's stressed about work, but he, they both learn something about each other. She's a secret smoker. And this is where, though, that Doyle's bluntness I really enjoy because she's just like, you know, you should go, you need to go and say yeah. something and you need to sort this out. And she's just very direct about it all, which I yeah. thought. Which I really liked that, and that's a shock for me with her. But um, yeah. I quite no, she, liked her in this episode. She, yeah, she does pretty well. She's we know she's. Um, I'm trying to think of a better term than bolshie, but she's forthright and assertive, which is great. But sometimes yeah. it's it's picking the time, you know, the time and a place. Yeah, yeah. Um, this time was definitely a good time. Yeah. Maybe I didn't completely agree with how much she was pushing the kind of yeah, yeah. because she doesn't really get surgery and she doesn't know. Carter's you know actual what's going on for him so I feel like that was a bit over the line because you don't know what kind of damage you could be doing to to his career and it's kind of up to him as an adult male to do that himself and you could maybe the first time when she first said something but then maybe pull back is is just how I felt about that um and then we see Carter shouting at Edson and I love it because Edson's trying to minimize it Oh, you know, it's nothing. Yeah. And he's like, well, should we run that? But why don't you go run that by Anspar? And I'm like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, oh, it just, I just, oh, he's just such a creep. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. And I love how you can always tell this with bullies and creeps as well, that the second you stand up to them, they crumple. Yes. And he yeah. crumples when Carter stands there and he's like, now, obviously he could turn around and be like, well, actually, no, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go anyway to yeah, Anspa. I'm you off, yeah. But um Oh, I was recording this the whole time. <laughs> oh, why didn't you do that? Um no, I'm sure and, if, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he but he what he says to Edson though is if you do this again, I'll bury you. And I was like, wow, know, that I is a lie. Yeah, I made a note of that because it's just oof. Yes. That hit that hit yeah, in yeah. all the right places. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we have um this really kind of kind of sweet moment this is like the end of the day and he's back doing laparoscopic stuff and all comes in and and they have this moment where they have a bit of a chat and he says you know you think I'm a coward and she's like you know it's your kind of your world and I'm not gonna jump in there um and then she's a bit like but maybe is there somebody you could talk to and somebody empathetic and he's like Yes, and he mentions Benton's name, which makes me laugh because empathetic and Benton aren't usually two things you put kind of in the same sentence, but there you go. Um, And she's got beers and he has a moment where he's telling her how great she is and beautiful and he says, basically he hits on her, just wants to see if, you know, does she she swing both ways? She does not. It's it's good to check these things. Yeah. She says not a chance, which is... And there's no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he he backs down. To be fair to him, he does. I mean? He does, and yeah, yeah, and he's 
not overly aggressive. He's not touching or being on top of it. He's just complimenting him and saying, you know, just for, just want to know. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I like that as well that, you know, it's as soon as she's like, not a chance, he's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he's yeah, he's not calling her the B word or following her home or keying her car or yeah. You've thought about this, um, okay? No, I, well, it happens to women all the time. You say no, doesn't it? Of course, so I thought about it or experienced it. Oh God. Um, yeah. and then, and then this is what makes me sad because Carter obviously went to drop the stuff off to Benton because he wanted to have this chat and then Benton just shuts his door on him and I was a bit like, oh, he really needed to kind of just yeah. chat with you, which I was a bit like, oh. Okay, so hypothetically, what would Benton have said? What would he, how would he have reacted? I think he would have asked him to tell, to tell Anspar because Benton oh, is Mr. He's Mr. Right. Right. Yeah. And you do the okay. right thing. And I think he would say to him, you're putting other patients' lives in danger if you're letting this guy kind of, well, that's my thing is that you can't let Edson get away with it because at the end of the day, the doctoring the notes isn't the, the whole thing. It's the fact he didn't take a history, which is nurses can take. No, this sounds terrible. Everybody learns to take a history. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You, you need salient facts. And that's a big salient fact yes. to miss out on is an allergy to um, penicillin, which is an answer. And and then to lie about it and not seem bothered that he lied, like that's obviously you know, like yeah. not the and worst part, but like, that is such well. a hideous part. Because you're like, okay, so even after you did it, you didn't you didn't realize how bad it is. You only thought about yourself, and I think that is where what I would be saying to Carter had yeah. he asked me my thoughts. Good. Well, he obviously he'd got over it by the time he got home to you. So exactly, yeah, he yeah. was over it. Um, I do like this idea of this secret shadow relationship he's had with you the whole time. I know but we kept it so like, secret, didn't we? It doesn't explain his relationship with Kemi, though. Well, I will get to that, and I'll explain it to you <laughs> once we get there. <laughs> right, thank you. Sometimes um, you just have to do things for your, you know. It's just. Things happen and you just have to. Okay. So should we go to uh, Jeannie and Jerry and the mouse? Or should we talk about Mark? Let's, oh yeah, both they're both quite sweet sweet moments. So we could go either. Let's do Jeannie first and then we'll go to Mark, I think. Um, So yeah, we find out that there is a mouse loose called Heidi and she's worth a lot of money because she's part of the study half a million wow you know um so jerry straight away mr money rich quick scheme decides (laughs) this is his world and he's gonna hunt the mouse yeah i gotta i gotta love jerry he's just the man will never pass up an opportunity to make money like if he's selling his baby juice or if he's (laughs) you know like just not to put too fine a point on it like or you know this week, and obviously now, sorry, you know, it obviously is um, a lucrative business because Dr. Malik McGrath has not returned this week. He oh, has now moved not. on to bigger and better things. Mm. He's in the Caribbean having a drink. Absolutely right. So he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I have to say, every time we find, see the mouse, it's near Genie and I'm like, this mouse is, mouse is a little bit obsessed with Jeannie because every time they try oh, to find it, he's like, Who is it? 
I mean, exactly. I mean, radiates this aura of safety. Yeah, and that's calm. true. And so even animals are attracted. Like, like, oh, I want to hang around with Jeannie because she'll look after me. <gasps> do you think she's like the Disney princesses? They dress her in the morning. Now Maybe. I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, Gloria Rubin about. Yeah. Let's yeah. About. Next question. Can you please confirm? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, so because so, the first moment that we that we see kind of Jerry on the search is he she's in a dark room checking on a patient looking at a patient's yeah. um eye is it the eye she's looking well she's no it's her uh, her throat, throat. she says something about a fishbone fish yeah <laughs> that's right so she's doing that and Jerry just walks in and puts the light on because you know who cares about medicine when there is half a million dollars running around the yeah, hospital the works for me um uh. And I love it because she just gets up and she just shuts it off. <laughs> like she just <laughs> yes. shuts the, uh, the the light off. Uh, we did we do get a little view of Heidi though. Um, yeah. And then we see Jerry buy humane traps because it's nice of him. It which is, is good yeah. <laughs> because it needs to be alive. We realise yeah, it yeah. can't be because at the beginning he's trying to kill the rat because he doesn't realise it's this special. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, Money making rat. Yeah, mouse. Exactly. Actually, yeah, they it's keep calling it a rat. It, it is a mouse, yeah. but yeah, they, that, it can like genera. They're just different. Um, yeah, so we're going to refer to it as a mouse. So he's trying to get the mouse, uh, and then we see him kind of all the way through trying to do it. There's a moment yeah. where Jeannie's looking after another patient who sees the mouse and starts complaining about how candy should be shut down. Um, because Jeannie then gets her foot stuck in one of the humane traps, yeah. which looks hideous um yeah and then later we kind of you hear we hear jerry kind of shouting at genie because she's wrecked one of his traps and and he's like and she's like well you can get the money out of when you get the money from yeah. finding the mouse you can just have it back from there and then we hear a scream and it's wendy and it's wendy's basically somehow flattened the mouse um yeah also, actually, sorry, before all of that, there is a really brilliant moment where Jerry's kind of brought in the humane traps and Wendy says, yeah, we're going to use these to, to trap the mouse. And he's like, and Jerry's like, we? And it's so subtle and it's like, it takes mm-hmm. a second, but I was like, that is so funny how she's just jumped on yeah, it as yeah. well and gone, yep, that's what we're doing. Um, I mean, in fairness, she is the one who gets the mouse in the end. She's uh, She does flatten it and it leaves it to kind of Jeannie, who we learn you know, did interned at a vet veterinary place. So she knows a little bit about kind of working with animals. And she says to Jerry, you know, can you give it, can you help revive it? You need to breathe into the mouth. And Jerry's like, no way. So she gives mouth to mouse. Is that what she calls it? Resuscitation. <laughs> she just blows in its face, but very gently. It's like, yeah. it's like the breath of life from it is. You know what I mean? wonderful. And then they she use the is, yeah. They use the smallest little pump just to kind of get the baby, get the, the get. It's like one they would use on like a newborn, but a small yeah. newborn, like a premature, I think, baby. Um, and then, yeah, the mouse Heidi's back to life, and she has a brilliant line where Jerry's trying to take the mouse back to the doctor, and she takes it. The she takes Heidi off, and she says, "I'll give you a ten percent for standing <laughs> in the room while we saved." <laughs> the uh, mouse which is exactly what he did he just stood there freaking out because he didn't want to blow at it nobody's asking you to stick your tongue in or on the mouse it was just blow gently into the mouth which yeah yeah if jerry's a bit of a klutz he probably would have like put the whole thing in his mouth or just 
got it wrong or just, yeah, killed silly. it or something. Do you know what I mean? Pushed um, the air bubbles into his brain. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, Heidi like, lives. Little yeah, Heidi lives. Like 10% of $500, yeah. uh, $5,000 is still $500. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not bad for standing in a room. Like, That's because G just so nice that she would do that for him as well. Like, it's like, yeah, go on, you can have a bit of money there. Jeannie, give him nothing. Yeah, exactly. you're well within your rights. It was your labour exactly. that he has, you know, exactly. profited from. Yeah. God damn, so, Jerry. <laughs> we've talked about everybody's favourite Jeannie. We've talked about Sharon's favourite, uh, Carter. Now let's talk about Sean's favourite, Rachel Green. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just hissed into the microphone there, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's not as awful this week. I will say that. No. Okay, um, cool. I didn't. She's better than last week. She is better than last. Oh yeah, last week she was just insufferable. But then again, yeah, that's yeah. just a Tuesday. <laughs> you know. Yeah, basically. Um. Uh. So, but she has a point. This morning, Mark has forgotten that he was supposed to speak to her brownie troop, um, and. You know, yeah, she's upset because he's been kind of now, obviously because of work, but because he's been very flaky as a dad and he's not doing yeah, stuff. Yeah. And then he then makes a promise, which he doesn't know this, but he's going to have to break again yeah. here moments later. So oh, I'm off on Saturday. We'll go to Six Flags and ride the roller coaster. It's like you can almost hear Kerry in the background. You can hear the, the one <laughs> crutch going must <laughs> schedule him for Saturday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, she's the Borg Queen. She's got like her nanites and nanoprobes everywhere. So she yeah. knows what's going on. She's hmm. very connected in exactly. Chicago. Exactly. That's how she knows who's the most eligible heterosexual is. She's she knows. She you know knows. I mean? That's true. She, knows. she created him and she can uncreate him. <laughs> <laughs> He's part of the collective, yeah. 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 Yeah, I agree with you. Like it's showing green as kind of absent father than kind of flaky father that he is that he kind of can't ever he's quite chaotic and doesn't ever seem to write things down or know where he's (coughs) supposed to be or when Um, how did he ever become chief like (laughs) attending (laughs) (laughs) i think he's it's because he's good when he's doing his job he's great but he is everything else he's not that great (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. He's got it one thing at a time. Yes. Yes. God, yeah, yeah. Um, and I read so through. So he obviously he has to drop her off to school, and he's kind of feeling a bit down to the dumps. But his day is quite an interesting day yeah. because he mm-hmm. gets a couple of interesting patients come in. Yes, very um, strange. Mister and Missus Smythe. Smythe as well. Yes, it's all very like. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, even if Smythe might not be their name the full time, they're only, they're only <laughs> Smythe for names. a little while. What yeah. Was her, what was her pet name? Mrs. Swinnerton or Swinson or something like that. Wilkerson. Wilkerson. That's it. That, oh, that's her pet name. So that's strange. Nobody would. Yeah, that's a very strange pet name. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they're an odd couple, and they come in, and she's got a. They've been camping. They say she's got a bucket on her bum. Um, yeah. Sorry, that was just like, a funny sentence. <laughs> Sorry, a bouquet on her bum, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you. Um, and yeah, it, which is strange, and they're acting very strange. Um, but Halle's got a really good idea about how to kind of remove it, and it also it's needs quite a, a good phony. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are everywhere this season. Anyway, carry on. But Mark has even better idea mark mark he's he has a simple idea 
yeah. stab things until they come off. <laughs> and you know what? It works. It worked with Jen. <gasps> he Amazing. emotionally and metaphorically, he was stabbing her every time he wasn't there for her or oh, didn't believe in her career. Right. And then yeah. she fell away. Um, I mean, like, so as you can see, it, good things always happen with this method. Um, so that's good. And then we got rid of Jen. Yay! And her <laughs> terrible haircut. Oh, I've not forgotten that. No. God, it's not a good day in the week unless I take five minutes to go. Wasn't Jen awful? <laughs> <laughs> You're having a bad day. You're like, well, at least I'm not Jen. Exactly. Yeah. That's not what happens. Exactly. Mm. What uh, would Jen do? Because I'm doing the opposite. <laughs> Ah, good old Jen. Anyway, while she's off burying her mother, um, Mark <laughs> is here uh, with the beginnings of a very kind of cute little thing with only one woman uh, this time, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, um, later he sees the smiths in in the room with a window, yeah. frosted glass window, and they appear to be shoving something up Mr. Smythe's nose. Yeah. That's when... He's like, right, we need to call Psych. So we yes. get Dr. Palmer and Stone. Yay. Who refers to them as nuts, which I was like. Mm. <laughs> She's still with this sort of non-PC, non-professional. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's her way of dealing with it all or coping with everything she has to <laughs> deal with. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's kind of not wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, she nails it. But like, I suppose, yeah, she has professionally she has you know it kind of yeah she shouldn't say the things she says but it's fine <laughs> um but yeah but she's also i just want to take a second to go jamie gertz i think i pronounced that correctly gertz yeah beautiful absolutely yeah. beautiful yeah. um and I just love seeing, I, and I completely, it sounds awful, I'd completely forgotten her as a character uh, because ER moves so fast. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It, and it's sometimes so many you, people, yeah. That's it. You can lose, uh, you, you can just, you can, you can lose characters in the crush a little bit. Yeah. And I really like her. She's a really good kind of, not foil is the wrong word, obviously, because they're, they get along. Um, but companion. Good companion, yeah. Yeah. They have hear a, the TARDIS in the background, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they have a really great chemistry, I think, as well. And I kind of enjoy seeing him and her together because they seem like they enjoy being in each other's company and kind of flirting with each other. And it's 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 nice to watch that when they just feel like they're evenly matched and they're kind of both as interested and excited to be with the other, which I think yeah. is what really works there. Definitely. Yeah, it's... And- yeah, I just love their interactions and yeah, and they seem and as well they have a good like professional understanding of each other because they both yeah. realize within a, basically a moment of when she comes down to deal with these two interesting people, they both <laughs> kind of look at each other and go like, "Yeah, right, these guys are on another level." Yeah, like because um, there's a moment where it looks like oh they're actually not nuts, they're actually like they're almost like secret shoppers if you like. Yeah. <laughs> the er and then but sort of spoils it then with what uh mr Smythe says mere moments later that you know you know oh being packed by a consortium of uh i can't even remember the exact words but it's it was just like you are researchers for kind of creative yeah. problem solving or something like that yeah, so yeah. the guy in, in the alley behind the library went you do this <laughs> okay i do this um, <laughs> oh yes and it was just 
they're, they're they were funny in how like yeah what an odd thing to do yeah, yeah that they come up with that they say that that's what they're doing they're they're researching um trying to find creative problem solving and apparently part of the people who are paying guys hrc don't <laughs> you know yeah and who is a hillary yeah it's clinton hillary rodham clinton and that's when i think dr p just says white coats get them go yeah <laughs> um yeah, yeah, very strange people. It turns out her name's Mrs. Wilkerson, which is why he called her Wilkerson rather than yeah. Smythe. And, yeah. and they kind of get, you know, they disappear off. And then we see Green. Like, the other thing that is great is the way he's able to just talk to her. So he's like, oh, God, guess what I did with Rachel, which yeah, is really sweet because she's straight away is just understanding and listening to him, which I, you know, not judging him or not being like, you're the worst parent ever, you know, he's just, yeah. she's just like, oh, you'll find a way, at, you know, it's this nice way that he can confide in her and they have that personal life chat kind of thing. Because of course they're both single parents. So there is that yeah. straight away, that understanding, like never, like even before they consider, oh, we might like each other. It's like, oh yeah, what, what did your 10 year old do? Oh, well, my 10 year old did this. And yeah, so it's yeah. Like, yeah. straight away we have a bonding thing. And so, um, but she she's very good. She encourages Green to be like, hey, you're Mr. Fix-It. Yeah. You can find a way to fix this. And he does. He gets the brownies to come into the ER. And it's yeah. really cool. And Rachel is very happy. She is, which is weird. She does that thing where she's smiling and it's like, what? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, it's like in Arrested Development when Lucille tries to hug them and they're like, I don't understand what you're doing. What are you trying to do? <laughs> what is this? What are you doing? Kind of thing. Um, but I thought that was a brilliant, like that's, they're going to remember that a long yes. time over you coming in and just kind of prattling on about doctor, being a doctor, actually getting to kind of see it is, is just genius. Um, yeah. And kind of feeling good about that. He then asks her out. He Hello. says, you know, me, you, let's go bowling, bring our kids. The kids. Which, which is not romantic, but it kind of is because he's a bit like, I know you have a kid and I've got a kid and let's, yeah. Let's embrace that from day one rather than kind of okay. dance yeah. around it, maybe. Um, yeah. And she will, you also want to show the person you're interested in that you're good with their kids because that's a huge part of their lives and a huge part of the deal in the end as well. So, you know. Yeah, if you get that one wrong, you're, you're kind of stuck. You exactly. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no second date. Um, but they, they have a good time and they watch the girls bowl and they're having food and chatting and they decide they're going to go out again, but without children. And I love this little moment because he's like asking her out. She says, yes, but without children. And he says, you read my mind. And she says, that's my job. And I was yeah. like, I'd be really happy if they just stayed together forever. But that was that's my own personal. That's fine. That'll do me. Didn't quite work out together. that way, did it? No. No, because we had to bring in someone else not me not you i'm busy <laughs> who, yeah oh, oh now i'm confused who who do we bring in who is someone else oh i'm so i'm so i'm so excited now yeah you should be it's oh, very excited you're the person who marries green in i'm the an end. idiot ed i'm an idiot i'm a silly idiot man and oh, i can't wait you. for literally like in terms of now because we're not doing the big summer gap so four episodes from now <laughs> yeah. like I think it was because we've three episodes left in this season. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then By the way, I think we've just hit a year. 
We have. We, we have. have. So happy anniversary. Well, happy anniversary, you guys. Happy anniversary. We are you. Oh, gosh, what do you get for a year? Isn't it a paper anniversary? Paper. Yeah, so check. A psych consult. Check or catch. I've got a psych consult. Yeah. IQ, IQ tests. Yeah. Or IQ yeah. tests, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you scored a five. <laughs> <laughs> Out of a hundred. Um, yeah. Um, that's fine yeah there you go get nina to say they're nuts and you're like yes Yes, exactly that um that's the episode that is the episode yeah Yeah. it's a bit of ehbir this time i think yeah it's a few major actors yeah (laughs) so should we talk about uh, andrea first yeah yes so go for it so just yeah so the first thing obviously that jumps to mind is that it must have been some party going on with that angel because it just kept touching people because she too <laughs> has been touched by an angel. She has oh. been touched by an angel. Uh, that poor We're going to have to set up a support group for all these people yeah, who've been touched definitely. by an angel. Like, I'm absolutely impressed by this angel in the worst possible way. Like, <laughs> please don't do this, everybody. But that yeah. angel, I know, now, to be clear, we don't slut shame on this podcast. We are very sex positive. But I mean, Angel, come on now. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. You can't yeah. be having people enjoying themselves if you're touching everyone. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm really like, I really want to watch an episode of this now. Like, it had, um, oh my God, I'm terrible with names on a Sunday, after, Sunday evening, apparently. Rosa Parks was in it. The so, Rosa Parks. The Rosa Parks was a playing guest herself. Star, or... Playing herself. Oh no way! I, I think she's in heaven, or no, or she's an angel. Or something she like is that. in heaven. Yeah, she's in heaven now. now. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, she's also in Gattaca, which is a good film, and a few other things. Covering mm. enthusiasm, judging Amy. Poor old Amy gets judged quite a lot. She does. Lot. She deserves it. She set the angel on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh dear, yes. Brilliant. Right, next. <laughs> yeah, moving swiftly along. Uh, uh, well, I mean, do we go straight for Harry Shearer or do we go for Julie Haggerty? Um, maybe, maybe Julie Haggerty first, because yeah, it yeah. took me, I recognised her straight away, but I couldn't place her initially. Yeah. I was like, where do I know her from? I, but I definitely know her. And then I had a trip to IMDb. And of course, Airplane. <laughs> airplane, yeah. Oh, one, airplane of the, is, oh. one of the best comedy films ever. It's, yeah, and it's, don't it's call one me of those Shirley. ones. It, exactly, oh. yeah. Hospital, um, what is it? It's a big building with sick people inside. <laughs> it. That's not important. <laughs> yeah. well, like, it just, it's one of those films that absolutely it lives up to the hype. It yeah. is that funny. It's yeah. that real quick, silly, yeah. funny that you kind of can sometimes take a second to hit you on it. What yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they, they'll say something and you go, hang on, and then you go, Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. It's, and it's slapstick and mad and yeah, yeah. it's fun. And there's a lot of sort of subtle humour that goes along alongside it. It's like the, yeah. the pilot talking to the kid, like, have you ever been to a Turkish bath? Or, you know, it's yeah. like, <laughs> like, this kid's like, what? what? Yeah. Like, why are you asking me this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, it's a brilliant film. She was also in Airplane 2, which is not as good. No, I've it's funny, but it's like, yeah. It's... Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, William Shatner's in it, just doing his usual, you know. Yeah, chewing the scenery. Um, but yeah, she's been in lots of stuff um, over the years, and I think people know who she is immediately because of airplane. I don't know, yeah, pigeonhole or anything like that. But um, yeah, so 
chicken soup, chicken soup that sold Freddy Got Fingered, which was that um, oh. pilot for that guy who was horrible. Um, Tom Green. That's it. Oh. Ugh. <laughs> um, Malcolm in the Middle, uh, CSI, uh, Confessions of a Shopaholic, uh, stuff like that. Um, Wilfred. Wilfred. Is that the show with the, about the dog? Yeah, it's got um, Elijah Wood, did it? That's it. Uh, Grace, Grace and Frankie, Family Guy. I didn't know she was the voice of, the voice of Carol Peter Schmidt in Family Guy. Makes complete sense. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Yeah. So, and speaking uh, of uh, voices, Harry Shearer. Oh, neat. Yeah. Well, well done. Thank well you. Well done. That was good. Thank uh, you. Um, Harry, oh. Yeah. So he, he, he played John Smythe. Um, and he's on The Simpsons and he does... I love it that he does Reverend Skinner and he does not Reverend Skinner, Reverend Lovejoy, and he does Flanders. He also does Skinner uh-huh. because there are scenes where it's just them two talking. So yeah. he's obviously just yeah. talking to himself, which I love. But he does uh, he does Mr. Burns and he does um, Skinner, Reverend Skinner, as I said. He's also been in things like Spinal Tap, Truman Show, Dawson's. He's just one of the. He's one of those. Yeah. He's from SNL and he does all the kind of big comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. You'll, so you'll you'll just either know his face or his voice or both. Yeah. Like the, you have heard this man's voice. You it's have. just yeah, yeah. That, like also I suppose the fact that if you've been alive since 1989, <laughs> yeah. like at any point you've yeah. heard this man's voice. You have. Yeah. You have. He, um, yeah. Yeah. He, he was interviewed on. Uh, I'm a bit obsessed with Richard, Herring, Richard Herring's podcast, so I've listened to it for years. And he was on that, and he sort of admitted that Simpsons stopped being funny after I think season nine or mm. season eleven. He's like, yeah, but we're still doing it. Do you know how much he's getting paid per episode as of right now? Oh, it's got to be this, mad. It's got to be it's terrifying. Be, is it over a million? Because I know the Friends no, cast like, got a billion. It's not over. Okay, that's made me feel a bit better. Okay, good. It's three hundred thousand dollars per episode. Wow. Per episode. Oh my if God, you consider like fifty or something at this stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it started like as a tiny. It's sort of like fifteen thousand. Oh, okay, a tiny amount. Fifteen thousand dollars an episode. That's still, you know, a lot. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. well then it, it jumps up. I think they they had. Um, uh, Negotiation contract. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Thank you. Um, he's been on Saturday Night Live. Um, this is Spinal Tap, which I've still not seen. Um, it's very funny. I have to say, it, yeah. it is well worth it. Yeah. Um, but he's also done a lot of uncredited voice work, like as dogs and monkeys in the background of like oh, big shows. So, so he, he was the dog, uh, the dogs in Up. Um, just okay. loads of stuff like that. That's so weird. (laughs) It's not just like, so when I say, you know, the ones who, Frank Oz or Frank Welker, these kind of people, no, Frank Oz, sorry, is not the one I think. Frank Welker, who does a lot of sound effects with his, as well as, uh, yeah, Frank Welker does, odds are. That's Optimus Prime, isn't it? Or is it, I'm thinking of Megatron. Uh, you're thinking of Megatron. Yeah. Oh, okay. Optimus Prime is Peter Cushing. No, not Peter Cushing. <laughs> yeah. You may file when ready. <laughs> uh, Peter is that Collins. like Charles Winslow as well? Is his name Charles Winslow? The guy he was in um Police Academy? Police Academy. Oh, Something Winslow. Yeah, I can't remember I his name. So. Yeah. Charles Winslow. But I'll find his name. You guys carry on. Uh various in the wild <laughs> uncredited just so many and he keeps playing his character Derek Smalls on chat shows and stuff which is amazing that <laughs> like Jimmy Fallon Conan O'Brien um loads 
well, that's two. Um, he also did his own series called Nixon's The One, where he played Nixon, which obviously he Ooh. could. Yeah. And I, I seem to remember from this interview that they used period-specific technology to record it because they wanted to have that ultimate authentic feel. So if they, if they had the type of camera, they didn't do it on digi cams or anything like that. It was proper cameras from that era. Wow. The era of Nixon. Yeah, it's... I, I love stuff like it. that. I love yeah, all that kind too. of... Uh, Michael Winslow, not Charles. Ignore me. It was Michael yeah. Winslow. That's uh, okay. I, You were 50% of the way there, so that's absolutely yeah. fine. 50% of a win. There we go. But David Frost introduced it as himself as well. Which is I mean, quite yeah, that is yeah, quite yeah. amazing, yeah. Good God, yeah. It's using the Watergate tapes as a script. That was it. That was the, the whole thing behind it. Yeah, yeah. What's funny is, uh, just as something I remember, somebody was talking about how they were on the plane once with um, the actors from the, the voice actors who did The Simpsons and they were all talking to each other in the voices. Really? And I just thought, God, could you imagine how fun that would be to just hear oh, them kind of all just doing the voices at each other? Because yeah. they, they don't normally get to do that, do they? They're kind of in the booth by themselves. Yeah. So um, I think, yeah, I think so. I think you're right. There's a lot of it is... Um, solo yeah because it can be yeah yeah um and th- i think that's sorry this is possibly apocryphal but i think that's why they lost and then regained um maude flanders or at least the actress for her for a while um right. because she was basically traveling every day oh, so that she moved right. and then she was traveling so long every day she had a young child you know oh. school runs had to be done that kind of thing yeah and so eventually they worked out a way where she could work remotely and That's this was brilliant. before this is years ago now this is before yeah. working remotely was just I think, work yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah just what we do um yeah. but yeah yeah that's it he's cool yeah definitely yeah. um should we do some drugs yeah oh for you to think i wasn't already doing drugs uh. <laughs> So this is a uh, betadine, which you'll probably hear, and you'll see a lot more than you'll hear about. Um, it's an antiseptic used for skin disinfection before and after surgery. So you know, and they 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 put like an orange thing on somebody. Oh, yeah. That's that's betadine. It's an oh. iodine based. Yeah, oh. it's iodine based. So iodine just kills a whole range of microorganisms, not just bacteria, but fungus and and viruses as well. Yeah, so it's it's. Used for lots of stuff. So it's it's actually povidone, po- yeah, povidone iodine, which it's marketed as betadine. So you can actually buy betadine in the shops. I've probably more in America, but you know you can put it in your uh, first aid kit. Um, Sounds like a good thing. Yeah, if it just kills everything. Like, yeah, yeah, basically, um, it does have some side effects. So people who have hyperthyroidism uh, shouldn't use it because iodine is used to make thyroxine. So you know, end up making something more hyper potentially um, yeah it's my little niche in uh, niche knowledge there um yes it's also used for wounds ulcers cuts and burns the treatment of infections in uh decubitus ulcers and stasis ulcers which Yum. is decubitus yeah it's pressure sores basically it's a decubitus ulcer. oh i just like the word decubitus that's great probably, it's probably decubit dec- i'm probably pronouncing it wrong um, and also uh, in gynecology for vaginitis as well. So yeah, it's just used for a whole host of things, um, and it is just has been used for a long time. And they're also considered using it in the field of nanomaterials, which is the Ooh. next big step. Yeah, using uh, yes, single wall carbon nanotubes 
coated in a mono layer of polyidene. I have no idea what any of those words meant, basically, apart from mat and single. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's basically you know, when talk about iodine being used in treatments. It's that kind of that thing, but it's more in more day. But it's actually been in use. It was discovered in 1955. So yeah, Ooh. very useful. Nice. Uh, substance, yeah, Thank and not know. as addictive as so you know. I'm glad you two don't have to touch it. Um, yeah, because <laughs> Sharon's giving me evils because I have given you some strong drugs lately. So I have, yeah. So, on that note, we're calling it. Thanks for listening to our podcast about everything ER. Don't forget, you can find us on social media on Instagram at you set the tone pod and at set underscore pod on Twitter. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And remember, you set the tone.